plot, like seeing the plot with new eyes, I was like, what the fuck? Because I was like that I, in the you know early 2000s when I saw it, I was like, totally normal movie. Love it. Like, no problems here. <laughs> but That's I definitely what it's haven't like, rewatched it. It's so weird it to like think about all the things you just let fucking slide. Pretty, dude. like... like disturbing honestly we're all like this is a great movie what a one yeah like, it'll it's be bad. fun <laughs> it was not even fun to watch the most fun part was the pager like i said it in a text to you but getting like sinister messages via a beeper is camp and it was really funny but like, it is camp yeah it was mostly not funny i love like beepers, what a wild concept to like. I try never to had one. To Did someone, you have a no, I think I wasn't we're a not. Doctor we're not quite that old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We like, were I like born in the seventies. Yeah, people like ten years older than me had beepers. Like five to ten years older than me. Yeah, yeah. It's like trying to explain like okay you you didn't have a phone you carried around you had this thing that you could get messages on and then you and had to tell go you to, to call a the phone <laughs> and call the person it's like getting a text message in like 10 steps can't respond you know? to yeah <laughs> i don't be like Wild. how do you explain a pager to like a 20 year old <laughs> yeah like, like we used to have these things called pay phones which were actually like a monument to accessibility but Forget yeah, actually, it's really classless to get rid of payphones. <sighs> yeah, it is. Like, you... drinking fountains? Whatever yeah. the fuck happened to drinking fountains? I think they're still around. I think people just don't put their mouths on them anymore. I, like, I understand that the people are gross and disgusting, but, like, there's people living unhoused on the street who don't have Yeah, water. and, like, like you can there's sometimes when you're out anymore and get, like, see a drinking fountain. Yeah, they're, like, yeah, like a we... an office building. We take office buildings we take the dog to the park and i've never seen a drinking fountain for a human they have the ones that you step on for the dogs but like yeah what yes. why i don't know and we're just like we're double tripling down on capitalism really like, no one can, you can't have water die yeah um it's like how the government planted only like in public spaces they plant only male trees so male number trees. one so we all have you die of pollen and number two nobody can have any free fruit because like they could plant female and male trees and then we could have free accessible fruit trees but instead let's just all die of not being able to breathe for like three months of the year it's just wild to me when people you know like everything is wild to me that like you know people think that having free food is like a crazy thought right it's like it's food like everyone needs it to live why do we have to pay such exorbitant prices and for it but also like we grows. could have fruit out so you just walk outside and have fruit yeah food grows why in the ground like food comes from outside and outside should be accessible to everyone ergo food should be accessible to everyone <laughs> But instead, we have like concrete dystopian monuments to. Yeah, like, you want to go to a park, buy a hundred dollar day pass, and go fuck yourself. I guess go fuck if yourself. Yeah, if you're poor, you're not seeing the Grand Canyon. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, for real! It's crazy that you have to like even campgrounds. Like you have to like pay to go and like sit on a piece of ground. We are going camping this week, and the campground I booked has, like, a 
code, a gate code. I was like, okay, <laughs> like that's a little extra, but all right, I guess it's on an island, you guys. <laughs> like we're fine. I don't know. Everything it's just gone too far. Patriarchy has gone too far, which transitions us to the movie we're talking about today. And so has this movie. This movie's gone too far. <laughs> so welcome to the cast. I'm Abby. I'm Rebecca. And this is the Spooky Succubus cast, an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, intersectional feminist podcast about horror movies through an intersectional lens. And we picked a stinker, unknowingly. We thought we were just picking, like, a chill, fun 2000s movie, but it's, like, extremely misogynist and generally upsetting. We're talking swim fan today. Listen, I really thought I liked this movie. And when last week when we were talking about, um, because I had watched Bring It On, which no one can touch that movie. I love Bring It On so much. And Jesse Bradford... I had a huge crush on him. Turns out he has he a cute, like, crooked like... smile. He's, like, mm-hmm. not totally traditionally handsome, but he, like, is close enough is. to being, like, <laughs> classically handsome that he got famous. But he's still, like, I just like guys that have, like, kind of fucked up faces. His face isn't fucked up, look but like... it's, like, he's got that little smirk, you know? Yeah. And in Bring It On, he's, like, sarcastic and, like, you know, like, yeah, he's Smart like, I like the and remote. mean. Have you heard of the clash? Dream- I like the clash. <laughs> um, and I'm going to talk down to you, but uh, he did inspire so the like, single greatest uh, cheerleading routine of all time. Actually, the second that's... greatest after the Clovers. <laughs> this like the opening. Scene. <laughs> uh, oh, I could probably that's... do that whole thing when they go like this. It's so stupid. I like that one. <laughs> I just remember being like, how are all these people that they go to school with randomly in Daytona Beach? Like, they all booked flights to be here. I guess so. I, and yeah, the like, I, it is another movie that had like way more class consciousness than like we gave it credit for. True. So. This one doesn't. This one doesn't at all. This has like the single mom effect where it's like. The main character can't be a misogynistic piece of shit because he's ra- been raised by a single mom, like a single working class mom, right? And then the character—I mean, we'll get into it—but the characterization of Madison is like really weird because she's like rich. She's richer than him. Like their house is like nicer. Than I his thought they house, were doing like, kind of like an inbreeding thing where it's like she's so rich that she's become yeah. like unstable and insane and I'm dante's sorry. like <laughs> a loud one dante's like wears glasses so he's like fucked up i'm, I'm so confused he's so hot uh, he's like a really hot man with bad hair and glasses on like it's very clear you, you might know? remember dante played by james DeBello, who is in cabin fever don't you remember oh the God. worst movie ever made <laughs> That is a disgusting movie. Um, but okay, let's get into it. We're talking swim fan, um, directed by John Paulson and written by two other men, James F. Boyle and Philip Schneider. Also produced by another man or two. Very manly. Yeah, I'm assuming I mean I'm making assumptions here, but based on the way it's written and directed, 
cishet white guys. So I think they could have benefited Buckle from up. some women on the production side. Yeah, in the writers' room. Anybody with a with a purview outside of their own, you Maybe know, the, like the script could have get a, gone through a sensitivity reader. I don't know anything, <laughs> but what we have. <laughs> Okay, so we open on snippets of cello playing, love a cello, and a sexy sex scene between Jesse Bradford's character, Ben, and Cherry Appleby's character, Amy. Um, the car I'm is sorry, parked, like, right Sherry next to... Appleby? Oh, I'm sorry, is it Sherry? Sherry? I to say Sherry. That's not her name. Sherry. <laughs> um... Their car is parked, like, next to the highway, like, where people could drive by. And, and they're in the like, front oh, people seat. are fucking in the car. In the front the fucking front. seat. They're actually in the driver's no seat, which I thought was really no strange. No way. Because that's where you have the most obstructions to, like, getting down to what you want to be doing. I guess they're like, both, like, could, skinny like, people, so it may be, like, skinny. no fucking way. about to crack her tailbone on the steering wheel, for God's sake. Someone's gonna honk a horn. You're drawing even more attention to yourself. Like, weird. Um, Ben has a good relationship with his mommy, and he's a swimmer and discusses the upcoming meet with his coach, Simkins. Uh, Dan. Who is the, that, Dea. like, guy? He's this guy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he tells him that scouts from Stanford will be there. Um, so you better work hard. Uh, one of Ben's friends, Josh, is a huge dick. He's just like yes. a dick. And the other one is Jason Ritter, uh, who basically says and does nothing the whole movie. Um, Josh is basically Greg from Scary Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like might as well be wearing dog tags and a white tank top. Literally. Um, and then there is James DeBello's character, Dante, who's an outcast. Um, He's weird. And like problematically coded because he wears he has glasses. glasses. He's uh, coded as neurodivergent. Cool for sure. Yeah. But like isn't I I don't get it. Yeah. Um Ben is hoping to get into Stanford in California, but his girlfriend Amy will be in Rhode Island. Uh he gives her like a really ugly necklace um to thank her for her support. Ugh. It was uh, cringe. <laughs> yeah, this is like that shit's ugly. Like, I'm sorry if you like. I was also it, like, it's like a weird, like enamel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like enamel, like resin poured, and I was like, is Wait, it I a mean, necklace or like, a brooch? Like, maybe that's her it? style. Maybe that's what she likes. She's maybe. not a regular girl. She's a cool girl. <laughs> She's a shy, quiet girl. Um. The new girl, Madison, asks Ben, who's blonde, so she's the bad character. Um, bombshell. Ben to... <laughs> Played by... The new bombshell fucking... enters the villa. Erica Christensen. <laughs> you, you've been watching a lot of Love Island. Yes. Um, in the trivia, I found out Erica Christensen took three months of cello lessons to prepare for filming this. and I For this she... movie? I said to her in my head and heart, Sorry, was not worth it at all. It's not like. worth it. You're better than this movie, darling. Um, so Madison asked Ben to help her open her locker because she's just a girl and she can't do it. And he girl used to be a world. bad boy, so he knows how to open it with a bobby bit. Um, they are flirty, and she asks him about his Letterman jacket. Um, Ben also is a good guy because he helps his mom at the hospital and distributes meds and... Um, 
is I'm a like, nepo in what baby. universe is a like an unlicensed seventeen year old distributing like medication, life saving exactly. medication to elderly and unwell people? Um, would never happen, not in any universe. But you know, here we are. He'd be like giving them pudding, but that's yeah, not going to help. Jello, perhaps some orange Jell-O. juice. Um, he visits Amy at her wait- waitressing job, a much more plausible job for a teenager to have. It's like a sea shanty. Um, sea shanty clam shack. Like, <laughs> she doesn't, like, she doesn't have time to talk to you. She has tables. Go away. She has, like, um, five tables just in, like, the one immediate section <laughs> next to where he's sitting. She's busy. Fuck uh, off. She's fucking busy, dude. Uh, and she she proposes going to Berkeley um, so they can be closer together when he gets into Stanford. But he's like, I haven't been there yet. Sherry. 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 Don't do it, girl. Go to Rhode Island. Live your Rhode best Island's life. Rhode Island's nice. It's way cheaper than California. Than California, it's true. Uh, during an early swim session, Ben and Josh discuss Madison, who Josh is planning on seducing. There's Her, also a bat. She's blonde and new. Baseball bat. Random bat that he uses, like, it's just to around. crack he, like, his back. It's just around. back, yeah. They don't play baseball. This is never mentioned. It's not even baseball standard size. It's, like, this big. It's, it's t- like a it's cricket a weird bat. bat. <laughs> Where'd you get that bat, Josh? Um, later on, Ben almost hits Madison with his car and then offers to give her a ride home. I was like, is this Back to the Future? Um, I know. <laughs> he also, like... Is, uh, <laughs> The her styling is so weird and bad. Skirts. This whole movie, she's wearing like a fitted businesswoman trench and like high pumps that you would wear to the office to be like a paralegal. I don't know what's going on and why they're putting her in these pencil skirts. As someone who was in high school in. I mean, what year was this movie made? This okay, I wasn't in high school in 2002. I entered high school. I, in 2003? I graduated high school in t- 2007. This is not what was going on. <laughs> like, no. It definitely way. wasn't. I was not there yet, but even a couple years later, no one would ever. Boys, like, this. like, dicks were jangling around in their flannel, like, pajama pants. Oh, I mean, God. You... The, everyone wore pajamas. I hated it. I, I never so went gross. that far. I hear Kyle. I mean, I don't really remember what I wore, but it was like, you know, skinny jeans, low-rise skinny jeans, maybe a Hot Topic t-shirt and too much eyeliner, but like we were not going business casual. (laughs) No. Even in the 90s when like, you know, or late 90s, early 2000s, pencil skirts were maybe a thing, but you would wear them with like a gross pair of like platform flip-flops, not with like... Yeah, I feel like... Maybe pencil skirts were a thing in the way that Jawbreaker did it, but not in the way that Swim Fan did it. And Jawbreaker was, like, campy and, like, dramatic and over the top. This is, like, I think trying to be more reasonable. This and whole like, movie is, like, in, a, in grayscale. It's so gross and, Weird. Like, that blue filter? I was, like, I'm Awful. I feel nauseated. I know. I was, like, what are we watching here? Like, Gothica? Jesus. It's <laughs> is this Gothica? <laughs> Am I in, like, a weird horror movie starring someone who's never done a horror movie before, like, Jessica Alba or something? Or it was Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. No, but I was talking about The Eye, which is also has the blue filter. Oh, yeah. Which starred Jessica Alba in it. 
very blue. But that's what it's like movie stars who like are never in horror movies when they do one. They make them like very stylized. Yeah, Shutter Island. Did I tell you I just watched Shutter Island? (laughs) Yeah, you did. So bad. Another ableist take. So bad. Um, so when he drops her off, she accidentally leaves behind a notebook and he snoops, which is like, I would probably do the same. Accidentally. But, but, uh, he finds songs she's written, um, as well as initials B, C, I, and I, Ben Cronin, which is another, like his last name's Cronin. Cronin. Like it just sounds weird. Yeah. I I mean, I worked with someone who had that last name, so it. It was like just a like a weird choice. Yeah, just I, make it like Ben Jones. <laughs> right, something boring ben like him. Jones. Yeah, he's super boring. Um. So Ben calls to calls Madison to tell her and drives back over in a nicer shirt. He like puts on a button down to drop it off. Like awkward. It's so embarrassing. Um, but when he rings the doorbell, it's not Madison, but Dante, who is related to her in some way that it's never made explicit. They're cousins. Are they cousins? Like, mm-hmm. actually? Josh mentions it during their early morning swim. Her parents are in Europe, and so she's staying with an aunt and a cousin, and the cousin is Dante. Oh. Okay. You were probably too busy looking at the butts or something. I was typing away my notes and not listening yeah, I to the was, dialogue. I was eating pasta salad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so he, Ben is really nervous and, inti- or not Ben, Dante is really nervous Dante and intimidated by her. In fear. Yeah. <laughs> He's being tortured. Someone call the authorities. Uh, she walks to stage front. She's like stage front left, like walks facing no one. Like she's going to so- give a fucking soliloquy or something so fucking weird it was so weird so stifling (laughs) i was like where are you going girl who are you talking to you're gonna like roll down the hill because the house is like on the slope (laughs) (laughs) again a slightly nicer house than ben's i don't yeah i'm confused um it's like fancy jersey and trash jersey i think is what they're trying to do yeah i don't know uh, so after she walks to stage front, she has her, she says she hasn't eaten all day. And so oh. they go to a diner where they don't eat anything at all. They just look at their food. Um, he tells her he used to have issues with drugs and stealing and that's how he got into swimming. And she says she can relate because she uses her cello playing as an escape. I gotta say, he got a lot done early in his life because he's still a, like, ostensibly, like, what 17 17 already gone been an addict and a thief he already went to the juvenile cops hall know who he, who it, and he, he already is, yeah. became like a really proficient swimmer which had to have taken a couple of years so he started early <laughs> i mean that's i guess better like he was like what 12 then when he was i guess years? The cops wouldn't even know what you look like. You look completely different from 12 to 17. Yeah, you're not a person of color. Or 15 or 16. Yeah, exactly. Um, He does tell her about Amy. Finally, he's like, oh, uh, by the way, I have a whole ass girlfriend who I'm going to marry and make a life with. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, And then he also mentions that Josh would like to go out with her. And she tells him she has a guy waiting for her back in New York, but they agreed to 
see other people and that she's not interested in Josh and then is has like a weird little like but I am interested in you look on her face. Um he takes her to the pool and she watches him swim. Like why? For that's not fun. Watching someone else swim isn't fun. No, and she can't uh, even she, swim. And then she finally gets in in her underwear and she's like, "But I can't swim." I can't swim. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm from that's a coastal okay. s- state, but I can't swim. Um, it is very awkward. He like paddles her like around like a toddler. It's so I weird. literally was like going like <laughs> making such a cringe face. My chin was like weird. going into my neck, like, oh no. Um, like the sex scene is awful. Oh god. And then so they end up at the deep end and she pushes into him and they like make out Also um, like he you says can't no. swim. You're at you're at the deep end. Like, get you're out. Drown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says no, but she's very insistent, which is like it's also kind of coercive and not consensual. Yeah. Um, because then she grabs his je- his dick. Um, and she's like, oh, said junk. Egg. Well, you can say. And junk then more. they s- junk, but I said jick because I was halfway between dick and junk. I like um, it. Jick TM. You heard it here first. Copyright. Uh, they start having sex, which we already discussed cannot be pleasurable at all. I mean, like, you um, have to have, first of all, like, a lot of upper body strength to be, like, holding yourself holding onto where? the side of the who? pool while also, like, <laughs> entering and exiting her. Secondly, right. like, yeah, pool water, just, like, it's so frictiony. Like, any of your, you know, forgive me, but your natural lubrication is, like, washed away. So you're, it's like... It's not sexy. It's kind of uncomfortable. And this sex scene was not sexy at all. It's like Um, astringent. Yeah. Um, And she asks him to tell her he loves her. um, And he's like, what? But does it anyway. Um, And then she asks him not to tell anyone. And he's like, yeah, no, let's not. Yeah, like, I really regret that that happened. It was like a terrible experience. Um, Amy calls him in the morning and he lies and says that he was with Randy, who's Jason Ritter's character. Uh, she loved him Jason flowers. Ritter. Love, Love him. him. She, you know he's married to uh, Melanie Linsky? Really? Yeah. Aww. I saw a He's segment, the best part of this movie. And he has like I saw, he was so sweet. Yeah. I saw a segment, um, of them together on the Drew Barrymore show. And he was talking about how, like, he is a recovering alcoholic. And when he met Melanie Linsky, he was still, like, in active addiction. And he was like, I just knew, like, she was the, like, most amazing person I'd ever met. And I just, like, knew I had to, like, fight my way out of active addiction to, like, even start to deserve her. And, like, I was like, oh, my God. It was so sweet. Not in a way where it's, like, she's the only reason. But he's like, I just really, like, wanted to become a person. Like, that was worthy that, of being with her. And I was like, oh! It was fair, so cute. You know? Jason Ritter, Angel from Heaven. Angel. Unlike Jesse Bradford, who married someone, Un- like, 20 like years demon, younger than him. Demon from Gross. Hell, yeah. Um, so, he fi- on his locker, he finds a little flower, or flowers, and then inside a card from Amy. Um, Which is such but, a like, weird card like i'm so proud of you and i'm so happy you're in my life like okay these their gifts to each other are so strange yeah Yeah. um 
And then he comes up to her with the card and the flowers, and she's like, oh, where'd you get these flowers? And he lies and says that he, that's a, it's a gift back for the card, but uh uh-oh, it was Madison who put the flowers there. That card is literally Uh, something you write to, like, your spouse on your 40th wedding anniversary. (laughs) so weird. I mean, you do write weird notes to each other in high school. That's, like, just something that, you know. Yeah, but that was, like, a very emotionally mature note. I was like, what? It'd be like, I want to see your boobs with a Z or something stupid, you know? Yeah, right. And, like, she went um, and got, like, a card made of, like, heavy stock paper. This is not a notebook notebook paper paper thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it'd be like, meet me outside at 3.15 when the second bell rings or whatever. So, uh, while swimming, Ben is haunted by visions of the sex from last night. And the coach is like, what's up, dude? What's you suck. What's your deal? Yeah. It's actually like, uh, feeling it's kind of, oh, sorry. I put my mic. It's gross because like all of Ben's behavior in this movie is like pretty abhorrent. But also, like, it was a non-consensual sexual experience. Yeah. But also, so... she can't swim, so... <laughs> yeah, I think you were... You, and you also, were like, you took her out. Control. Yeah. You put on a nice shirt, you took her out to dinner, and you brought her to the pool. Is like, all... Those are things that, like, you don't do when you're in a serious relationship, yeah. right? Under the, yeah. under the guise of, like... That's, like, an emotional cheating situation. And... And yeah, it's not consensual, the sex. So I also like get the vibe that the creators of this movie maybe weren't thinking about like coercion and consent when they were yeah, writing absolutely it. Not. So, yeah. Um, Amy's parents are out for the week, and she's having a party. Turns out that she and Madison have become fast friends. She's wearing the same wildflower. Madison is wearing the same wildflower in her hair that was left on the locker from earlier to taunt him. She confronts him in the bathroom and calls Amy sweet and uncomplicated, which is like such like, a rude. Like, dagger you. insult. Yeah. Um, and tries being seductive and asks when she can see him again. Uh, she, She's like, I just then- came from my job at the uh, lawyer's office. Like, what do you think of this <laughs> very nice pencil like, skirt and blazer dress. combo? Yeah, I like couldn't get there. Yeah, it's um, um, like weird. It's weird. Um, and then she she's like, have you seen my underwear? I think I left it in your car. And then Amy had just gone to Ben's truck to go find her homework or something. I don't remember. And <laughs> and then Ben like rushes up on her and is like, no, stop. Cause you can see the underwear like on his passenger seat, which is like, how did you not notice that when you got in your car? She but planted okay. the underwear bro. And didn't even do it very at like- the party. No. And I think she, no. Yeah. And- she was in the car last, but he didn't know. But it's like on stupid. top of the seat. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, stupid. It's fuck, like on bro? the seat. If you looked in there, you would notice, but you know, men. Um Dumb. that night, Madison IMs him as swim fan, title of the movie, eighty five. Uh he tries to blow her off, but it doesn't take, and then he avoids her at school. Okay, um, so when they're because- IMing I'm like, you want to go to Stanford? You can't type, bro. Like, the speed of the typing, I was, like, in physical pain. (laughs) Take a typing course, sir. 
Ben's dumb, we've already established. So um, the coach scolds him about his time. You know, you got to get those hundreds. Yeah, under, what are you doing? A minute. Uh, he tells him to head, get his head in the game um, while he's getting, and all the time he's getting aggressive pages on his pager from Madison. Um, he brings flowers home for his mom, and surprise, Madison is already there, cozying up to her and looking through photo albums. Uh, he tries to set boundaries and make it clear they're just friends, and she comes on a little strong and uh, reiterates that he has a girlfriend. Um, she seems upset and asks if he thinks having sex with her was a mistake and says maybe she was wrong about him. And then she has, like, quick... They do this twice. Quick, like, cuts of her reaction to make her look like a crazy person. Yeah. And she's like... Ugh. You know, it's like... I, yeah. I didn't like it. And they're, the camera's always, like, coming at her from a really, like, physically uncomfortable angle, you know? Yeah. Like, above her head, um, like from the side so it looks like her from neck the is, side like, broken or something yeah yeah it's weird um so she on the way out steals his car keys i and didn't really get what happened here what like she just, just broke into like, his car yeah i forget okay. yeah she breaks into his i think she like copies the key or something so that she can oh, steal his car. that makes sense um so in the morning ben's mom scolds him for not club locking the car and magically the keys are back on the hook he's like wait i did do that um remember club locking cars too yes i never did it because i never had a nice enough car to do it too i never did it either actually i think no in one of our car like we had one but i never put it on i when i walked um, by in boston like maybe. a club, club locked car i'm like chill out god <laughs> it's not that deep. relax <laughs> yeah uh at school, he logs into the library computers and has 80 new emails from Madison. Unbelievable. Including nudes. There's nudes. But we didn't call them that then. They're just, like, inappropriate pictures. Um, Amy sneaks up on him, and he just barely gets the page to close because computers were so slow. He's like, <laughs> like trying was, to click the button. It's hilarious. It was hard to watch. I don't even think he closed the page. I think he just turned the monitor off. And eventually, he just yeah. Started. Um, so she invite Amy's like, come over after school. And he's like, I have to work. Uh, and then she's like, well, my shift starts. She seems like kind of put out by it. Cause he's like blowing I mean, her he's off. He's definitely acting weird. Yeah. Uh, Madison taunts him at the pool and makes out with Josh. Like so gross. So gross. Um, Amy and Ben walk to her house and she tries to be open and understanding. Amy is seriously like. The most mature person to I ever know. walk this earth. Like she is, like, she's like I. If I came on, like I want you to have your own life too, but I just want to be close to you. But I understand if you're like not, you know, what, fuck him. He doesn't deserve yeah. you. Like your emotional maturity and like thoughtfulness, take it somewhere else. Take it to someone who honestly it. to who appreciates you. Take it to Roswell, um, New Mexico, where you belong. Uh, <laughs> And she finds someone good there. I don't remember Roswell. Actually, it's kind but. of like a toxic situation there, too. Uh-oh. He cheats on her with an alien or something? No, he's like, I'm an alien. And then she's like, how do you expect me to handle this information? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I do remember that. Um, So she's being understanding, and then he says he's being weird 
Oh, and she's like, are you just being weird about the college thing? So sweet, whatever. Ben is like, no, I'm fine. He's not. Uh, Madison comes... This was his opportunity to be like, actually, something happened Some with shit's Madison. Going down. And yeah. I don't know how to, like, whatever. But no, he's he is not emotionally mature. Madison comes into the locker room um, and asks why Ben hasn't returned her calls and asks if something is wrong and tells him she she's wearing a pretends very that Josh is him. Argyle sweater. This a scene too. <laughs> <laughs> I like look so bad in Argyle. I don't like something that I don't pattern, know, like, like overtakes me. I, I don't think anybody looks great in it. I mean, my dad looks like a dad in it. Yeah, maybe it's, like, a dad sweater material, which is normally, like, I love a good dad sweater, but not for me. Um, so, she's like, oh, I pretend Josh is you when we're fucking, which is also gross. Um, and then, I forgot where I was. They got Oh, he tries to make it clear home. again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm with Amy, and then he's, like, really aggressive about it. Um, he tells her that he loves Amy and she is unaccepting of these boundaries again. Ben leaves his car unattended at the hospital um, and is very short with his fave old creepy patient man. I know. He's like, okay, whatever. I got to go by. And go. then um, as soon as he leaves the room with his little wheelie med cart, um, an alarm sounds and he is blamed for the meds getting mixed up on um the car and Mr. Tillman coded and almost died, but luckily he will recover. He's okay. And it is Ben's fault because you shouldn't have left your cart unattended, dum dum. Bring it into the room with you. Yeah. I don't What's the what? issue? Someone could like knock them all over and then what? Uh Ben runs into the library, slams Madison's cello down and at her. And I'm like, what? And then chokes her. Like Wow. Really chokes her, yeah. Uh, He tells her to stop contacting him and ignore him, and he's still choking her out, and it's, like, honestly, like, seems like she's enjoying it too much, and I, it made me really uncomfortable. It was not a Um, nice scene. He's getting so close to her mouth, too. Like, while he's yelling and choking her, he's, like, I know, like, spitting into her mouth. That's so gross. Girl. Even when, like, in any, um... Yes, he definitely is enjoying it. In any movie where people are, like, talking seriously really close to each other, I'm like, I can just, like, imagine that you're only smelling that person's breath. It's so, like, how do you have, how can you be, like, so serious and menacing while also just, like, inhaling someone else's breath? (laughs) Like, it's so nasty. And, yeah, like, you could, like, just purse your lips and kiss them, you know? Men, it's usually men doing doing that they are an issue um he goes to amy's work and tells her while she has too many tables she's got so many tables she's She's in the weeds she just took a break she can't take another break yeah she's totally Um, and then she he's she's like i'm not gonna get out until late like we can't talk tonight i get the fuck out i'm i'm at work and he's like she's working till 1 a.m on a school night what the fuck She's the one who's like of a different, you know, like class structure. She needs, she has to. Why she, are you working so much? She needs support, Jesse, and you're giving her nothing. Even when I worked a restaurant job, I think I got out at like eleven, eleven thirty. One like, a.m. is too late. One a.m. is too late. Um, she's like, okay, if you're like really want to talk, I'll skip first period. 
Um, and then when he gets to school the next morning, he's getting weird looks in the hall and goes up to Amy, who's in tears, and she slaps him. Good for her. Wait, but Should've like, I still last not clear. Interaction. Did Madison just like spread a rumor? Were photos leaked? What's the deal? I don't know. Yeah, it's not clear how it happened, but I, she let everybody know that they had sex. Ew. Um, he chases her down and says sorry, but she asks why he can't give her an answer. She asks asks why it happens, and he's like, can't give her an answer. Um, he's a little isolated baby all day and stalks he Amy at her job at night. Dramatically. like sitting in your car outside of someone's work is you're stalking them like stalking them also he does he has to do a pee test for his big meat yeah pee test i kind of forgot about that oh no at his meat his piss comes back positive for steroids and so he can't compete and he's off the team um he accuses he accuses Josh of helping Madison and pushes Ben in, and Josh pushes Ben in the pool. It's kind of funny. At home, his mom accuses him, it is kind of funny, accuses him of using again, and he he is kind of, like, upset that she doesn't believe him, but, I mean, given your track record and your, like, general behavior, I don't know. You gotta, uh, you gotta let people kind of have some grace in this situation. It's not yeah. a normal situation, bucko. Right, give him time. Uh, he stalks, or he stalks Amy at work again, and she, the angel, asks him if he's okay. She's like, "Are you okay? G- like, Don't no. stop." And then, luckily, she's like, "No, get out." Uh, Josh and Madison make out in her car, but she calls him Ben, and he finally believes that she set Ben up, um, and he like leaves and runs away. Later on, Ben goes for a swim <laughs> and discovers Josh's body in the pool. Okay, Uh-oh. I get that Olympic-sized swimming pools are large, but you can see you a notice, body floating right? like, across the pool. And the, I think the amount of blood was a little bit understated. Like, there would be more blood, and it would disperse more amongst the water. The water yeah. would be red. I'll tell you what I'm I, not going to do. Jump, jump into a pool without surveying it and making sure there's nothing dead in there. Yeah. Uh, like, you're, he's just dumb. He's just like an oblivious, oblivious asshole. Um, at Josh's funeral, he is confronted by Joe Caputo, if you remember. From, from Orange is the New Black. Orange is the I New Black. I was like, thing. Joe Caputo. Um, I was like, sir, was... you look just as bad and old here as you did at Orange is the New Black like 10 years and later. And that was like <laughs> 10 years later, yeah. Um, he's the lead detective on the case, and he tells uh, Ben that his prints are all over the murder weapon, which was bum 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 a baseball bat yeah. that Josh had in his he's locker like for whole, no fucking reason. The whole team's prints are on it. I was like, is it like a team bat? I'm confused. It's a lucky bat. The lucky team swim bat makes sense. Um, <laughs> makes perfect sense. While Madison is playing the cello, he. She's doing a weird concert. Okay, she's not just playing. I'm confused about where the concert is taking place, but she's not. It's like in the big fancy house. It's like a out of Pride and Prejudice when you would have people over into your drawing room to like sit in chairs and watch you play the piano forte. Literally, that's what's happening here. It was like Interview with a Vampire, like when they're like putting on that little concert. (laughs) Yeah, basically (laughs) the 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 kids. Um, So. 
While that's happening, he breaks into her room and discovers a Ben box of shit about him, newspaper articles, and a doctored photo of the two of them. Dante. When you say doctored, what do you mean, Rebecca? Do you mean it was photoshopped? Photoshop before it was Photoshop. Yeah, before so that existed. Doctored. Um, yeah, you scanned I it at the, at the local at Xerox place. Because everything is like in plain sight. He finds like the steroids, he finds like the hospital volunteer uniform. If she's so sinister and smart, like why isn't she covering her tracks? Of course, written by a, a female villain written by a man, please. She would be it's so like, much smarter than this. If this was really happening, she would never get caught. If she really wanted to do this, yeah. You don't know shit about women, sirs. About, or murder cover-ups. My God. Um, Every, like, woman has seen at least 100 episodes of Forensic Files, and that's just rules, so... No, yeah, would, just like she would never get caught, please. She's when so we fun. hit puberty, we get, like, a, you know, a box of tapes of, like, old become, forensic files. When you realize you need to be afraid, afraid of men, you start to learn a lot about how not to die. <laughs> uh, so Dante discovers him in her room, and he's, like, and gives him another box of clippings about a different boy, but manages to push Ben out the door before Madison comes in and sees them. Also, this is a door off of his bedroom. He has, like, a door to the outside off of his little, like, corner bedroom. Like, must be nice to be, like, rich and also inbred. Um, So Dante rushes up on him outside and takes him to visit Jake Donnelly, the boy from the clippings, and he's on a respirator. Um, in the room with him are baseball trophies, photos of him and Madison, his letterman jacket. Um, a nurse tells him that Jake was in a car wreck, but wasn't wearing a seatbelt. But Madison, uh, his girlfriend was, and she's the one who set up the room to look like that. Cause she was hoping he would wake up, which is false. Uh, Madison runs down. Dead. Yeah. He, I'm, I'm not sure he's a vegetable. Is what yes. how they, I think a machine is he refers for him. to it. Um, Madison runs down Amy in Ben's truck and is like wearing a baseball cap. Also so funny, like, I saw Ben like, do it. He's like on this teeny weeny vest, but like beep beep, <laughs> and it's like a giant like Ford Coming Bronco up or something. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cops also, are I'm all like, over Amy, the hospital. You didn't notice that like Eugene's truck was barreling down behind you. She's too you worried about just money like, or Amy. Oh, she's. I gotta get to work on time. I don't want to get Amy. I don't want to miss out on those tips. Um, so the cops are all over the hospital, and his mom calls, beeps him, um, and he calls her, and she warns him. Uh, I don't know. She warns him about the cops, she, but the they call think the. That- Jake ran her off the road because of the baseball cap. <laughs> no, Ben. Are, that Ben. Yeah, yeah. The cops are swarming, waiting for him to show up, basically. Which is and he tries, a tenuous, like, line of thinking at best. It's so dumb. Like, she's wearing it. She was wearing a baseball cap, so people easily mistook her for Ben. No way. Um, but he, like, tries to tell his mom about Madison and to keep Amy safe, but. It, the call cuts out. He ran um, out of time then, on his his quarter. You guys his wouldn't quarter. understand. 
Um, Madison, which is like a quarter would last you a lot longer than the conversation was like yeah, one minute seriously. long. Um, oh no, Madison is at the hospital dressed like a doctor. Where'd she get that Her doctor's uniform? Casual outfits finally came in handy. She looks like uh, she's 30 because she probably is at this point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like the most, like, you know, the whole, like, doctor dressing up like a doctor and seeking into hospital. She is the most, like, plausible. She is uh, I've ever prepared seen at all she's times. Like, yeah. Uh, so, Maybe but a call comes she's over. always in business casual just in case she has to do this at the drop of a hat. Maybe she is a doctor. Maybe bum, she's bum, a doctor posing twist. as a high school student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a call comes in over the intercom for Jake Donnelly, and Madison is distracted and heads to the nurse's station to see. She sees a glimpse a of trap. someone wearing... She would know it was a trap. She would know she would it was know. a trap. Please. But they're like, the movie's like, she's crazy. She needs um, Ben's... to go follow her heart, because she's stupid whore woman. Um, ben is wearing Jake's letterman jacket um is he is ben wearing it oh no dante is wearing jake's letterman jacket bum, bum, bum. Uh, this, I, and like, then they took the glasses off of him so now he's hot <laughs> so dumb and then uh she follows him outside she slices she raises a scalpel to slice dante but ben grabs her from behind and talks so close to her face again oh my and God, is like way too sexy about it you are too into this uh, also, he's calling her baby and touching her hair. No, it's not good. But then Renee, the only black person in this movie who's done nothing for the entire movie, just pops up with a video camera as Madison's confessing. Yeah, so Renee is uh, Amy's friend and is like, hello, I'm part I'm of here. the plot now. <laughs> yeah. Um. There was no one Caputo else to takes, do it, so I'm here. Right, we ran out of other characters. Uh, Caputo takes a copy of Ben's car keys he found on Madison. Amy is staying with Ben and his mom because her parents are still out of town. Where the fuck are they? Their they're child in Jamaica. got run over by a they, They're truck. getting a flight home. They're like, okay. we're flying in, we're coming. Not but soon enough. It's been a whole day. That's true. She's been in the hospital for hours, and Jamaica's not that far away. It's not that far away. Um, uh, so he goes into her sick bedroom and tells her a sob story about his dad cheating on his mom and he hoped to never be like him and tells her she's everything he ever wanted but does not apologize. Never does he say the words, I'm sorry. She lets him lay next to her and presumably all is forgiven. No. Uh, he goes out to investigate a noise, and Madison breaks in, uh, clubbing does everyone on in? the head. Or does she walk in because he left the door wide open? It was like, oh, hello? I mean, <laughs> break and enter. The rules are loose. Uh, she's clubbing people on the head with swim trophies, which is pretty funny. So funny. Um, she kidnaps Amy, which is like, Madison is... Madison and Amy are similar up. sizes and heights. They're both small like, women. I, I maybe she just had like adrenaline strength from all of the hullabaloo because she did just murder two cops and like drive over in a stolen cop car. She's on. She's full berserker mode. Um, mm-hmm. She kidnaps Amy and Ben drives around looking for them. She pages him, asking if he wants to go for a dip. This is the. This is- 
I don't know, like 17th menacing uh, page, but definitely the most campy one. Uh, At the pool, she hands handcuffs Amy to a chair and throws her in the pool, which is not funny. But yeah, it's like a rolling chair. Um, It must be a wheelchair because she was in the hospital. And I was like, oh, that's just like the chair I'm sitting in, basically. (laughs) Like, no dignity. Where did you get this office chair from? (laughs) She had to go to Coach's Um, office. (laughs) She stole it from the coach. Again, like, what was her plan here to, like, drown Amy and then she called Ben there she could have drowned Amy before he got there I'm like confused yeah like well she's in berserker mode she no longer cares about getting caught she she murdered two cops like there's no way out Yeah. so I guess she's just like going crazy so Ben dives in to save her but he can't get the handcuffs off right away Madison tries to club him with a broom (laughs) from outside the pool she's like I'm like bop, dying. To bop him on the head. <laughs> um, it's like such a like skinny little broom. There's no force behind it at all. But she can't swim. Also, again, Madison chose this location knowing that yes, she can't swim. You were in control, and you had a gun. You could have gone to the cliffside. You could have got. Could have shot her. You have resources here. You did you not have to go to the pool. A room that is like eighty percent water which you cannot inaccessible to you (laughs) um but i i guess the writers have also gone to berserker mode they all they don't care nobody cares (laughs) um so he gets a bobby pin because he used to be a bad boy and he gets amy free um he pulls madison bobby pin he still had it in his pocket which is kind of weird why did Um, you still have it in your pocket it would have gone out in the wash yeah uh, he pulls Madison into the pool by the broom. Again, it's hilarious. Everyone is in the Every- Amy is Everyone's struggling. <laughs> Madison is, like, actively drowning. And Ben is just, like, <laughs> splashing around, having the time of his life. I was, like, dying. <laughs> it's like, pretty hilarious. This, <laughs> this is the worst. Like, I didn't believe she was drowning for a second. This is, like, the worst drowning act I've ever <laughs> <It's> like- seen. <laughs> There was not was near like, enough, like... She was, like, swimming while drowning. She was, control, like, controlling her body and then just being like, I'm actually underwater! <laughs> just, like, but trying to, trying to push like, herself under all the way under. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ben gets Amy out of the pool and gives her CPR while Madison is drowning. It's, like, a two-minute scene. Like, it's again, like, not supposed to be funny, grim. but it's, it's very well, then, like, okay, she's so, like, yeah. Amy's back up. Amy's okay. They turn around and Madison's like final air burbles go up. And I was like, fuck me, dude. That's awful. You could get her out and like, and save her. You're just going to let her die? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Goodbye. Um, Despite his hardships, Ben is still off the swim team and goes to watch the meet um, while Amy waits in the car. She's not going in there. Forget it. Um... And then I guess it, that's it. The end. It's like, I'm glad you want to go to the site of my greatest trauma in life. Like, I'm going to stay in the car. You would think you would prioritize what I want to do after all of this, but I guess go watch the swim beat. I'll wait in the car like a dog. Dump him. <laughs> Dump it. Dump his ass. This um, is offensive to women, offensive to professional swimming swimmers. pools. 
<laughs> offensive to swimming pools. Offensive to poor Broncos. Blondes. Offensive to Vespa scooters. <laughs> <laughs> um, offensive to Letterman jackets. People yes. gla- who wear glasses. Selfies. Oh my god. Cello no players. <laughs> no respect in this movie. The cello itself, which got thrown on the ground viciously. Wildflowers. Get no respect. AOL Instant Messenger. (laughs) Computer monitors. Nothing in this movie is given the gravitas it deserves. Unbelievably bad. I mean, this is like, the way I I wrote down kind of my process, like, so a bunch of white men get funding to make a movie about, like, whatever they want. So they're like... They're like, well, obviously we're deserving of, like, any and all beautiful women that come near us. So if, like, a new woman comes into our orbit, like, obviously she's going to want to sleep with us. Like, not even a question. Like, she's going to desire us above all other things. So they get what they want from the slut. They turn back to their, like, measured, emotionalist, like, support good girl, Sherry Appleby. Um, The slut then ruins the golden, golden boy's life through manipulating other boys josh with her sexuality she's slutty and smart but not smart enough to like actually cover her tracks successfully the slut controls the meek nerdy cousin and he's not attractive because he wears glasses so like and then the slut gets what she deserves a violent death golden boy gets his life and his girly back um and like obviously the audience proxy is Ben Cronin, who, like... Yeah, I was going to say Ben's our proxy. Oh, I just forgot his name. (laughs) I was like, who is that guy? And, you know, like, they're acting like this unstable woman who suffered a tragic loss early in her life. Obviously, her parents don't really give a fuck about her. She needs help. Like, she needs mental, like, health care. And they're acting yeah. like she's so fucking crazy and this crazy bitch. And I'm like, well, you did sleep with her. And yes, it was a little bit coercive, but also you took her out on a full fucking date, dude. You were teaching her to swim in her underwear. Yeah. I like, yes, it is a, it was a coercive situation. But at the same time, like his actions before and after the fact are his own. Like even, even if you can, which I don't. I don't think you can write off that entire sexual encounter as coercive. Maybe she was, but I, I think he so like, fully gave into it. He yeah. into it. And then, like, he's he lies. He continu- He's abusive to her. Like, straight yeah. up chokes her. And He like, never comes clean to Amy until he's forced to. Never tells he her. doesn't tell her. What if he had just been like, hey, Madison, like, you know that we're not dating. And, like, it seems like you're really going through something. Can I, like support you in any way you are a person but instead he's like discards her like a literal piece of garbage and if he and like yeah he's treating her as though she's like so menacing because she's dangling telling his girlfriend that they had sex together over his also, head also you which should is tell like, your girlfriend dumb fuck j- if, if you had, had told, just told her told Amy this then would like, be over okay I need a restraining order like this. I'm trying to like level with this woman, but she's not doing well. I think she needs help. Restraining order. Bam. Bing, bang, boom. And Amy deserved you to tell her. Tell your mom. Your mom doesn't really care about you. She doesn't even know what you're doing at all. Like She's like, he's at 
swim practice or she shows up to the, the swim meet where something. you get disqualified and then she's like oh, what a disappointment my son this child but yeah like no trophies. no trust or like true like emotional maturity is like placed with any of the women in this movie like amy is good girl to be protected at all costs there's like no capacity to be like hey I can talk to you about, like, real things. He just gives her this, like, weird sob story about how his dad cheated on his mom and he never wanted to do that with the woman he loved. And meanwhile, she's trying to have, like, productive conversations with him and he's giving her nothing because he, like, inherently distrusts her, apparently. And then Madison, who's, like, obviously struggling and not well, is just kind of, like... He just kind of leverages it as a way to be abusive and shitty to someone, which it definitely yeah. seems like he, that part of him is like coming enjoying. out because he wants it to. Yes. And no woman in this movie gets an ounce of respect. And Renee, not, like, just cropping up to videotape when, like, no other person in the plot is available. It's, yeah, that's fucked up in and of itself. But, like, even the treatment of, like, the person the Mary Jane in this movie of Amy, like she doesn't have a personality to speak of. We know that she, she has a job at a restaurant and she, she is to going go to, to Rhode, Rhode, Island. Somewhere in Rhode Island. That's, and, and that's like, all to she's serve nice. his brown hair. Yeah. And she has brown hair and that's all to serve like Ben's plot of like being conflicted about where he's going in his life. None of that actually like makes up her character it's all like how she relates to ben she has a job because he has a job she wants to go to ireland because he wants to go to stanford you know it's like and it's so like infuriating that the reason that because like theoretically amy is like pretty secure in her future she like she's like yeah i can get into berkeley whatevs like i'll do Mm -hmm. what we decide is best as a couple which like you know as a 34 year old woman i'm like perhaps not the best call but whatever you gotta learn and you're going if you go to berkeley what's the worst that can happen right. but she's like secure in her relationship to her education like her work her class consciousness like she seems just like pretty cool pretty good without him and he just kind of like projects all of this insecurity that he has onto her because that's what she's for right like in the plot yeah. she's supposed to make him feel like guilt she's supposed to make him feel conflicted about the future like all of these things and yeah then madison represents this like other path but then it turns out to be like a twisted demented you know place he should never go to again it's come on man this movie sucks come come on this movie's terrible and yeah we dante such as like a terrible problematic depiction there it is never made clear like w- why people perceive him as neurodivergent he reads what? and he has glasses he reads and he has glasses that like and he is being tortured and manipulated by his cousin that's like i don't i'm just so confused by the whole like i don't i don't get it I don't get why they had to make that character that way. Yeah, and I feel like Dante also kind of serves the position of, like, what we see in movies a lot, where somebody from, like, an underrepresented, like, 
systemically excluded population hops into the last second to help like a cishet white person figure their shit out, you know? And the same and way it's he's also, like, don't worry, I got you. I'll drive you to New York. Like, I'll tell you everything. I'll, I'll show you the back. I'll put my body on the line to pretend to be Jake Donnelly. Madison could murder me, but like, I'll do what I got to do for you. Ben Cronin. It's also like the they... superstar. <laughs> ben Cronin. Um, they also put, like, Josh is a dick to him. Josh is a dick to Dante. And Ben is nice to him. So Ben is, like, the actual good person who doesn't, like, actively bully someone. Right. But is also just, like, complicit in in the bullying. Even though Josh is extraordinarily toxic and, like, pretty horrible to the women and people around him we're supposed to like see ourselves in him and accept him as our like audience proxy because he is not like excessively wealthy. He has a single parent. He's like nice. He has like the sweet, amazing girlfriend. Like he has all of the trappings of being like somebody that it's acceptable to be. And so it's okay when he like shits all over Madison. It's understandable that he would, you know, want to cheat or want to have, like, a different experience. Yeah, I mean, look at his to. life. It's so hard. Oh my god. He ha- he loves swimming and gets to do it all the time and he might get a scholarship to do that all the time in college. It's just like, it must be tough. relax. Then. Uh, and, yeah, I think Josh is just, like, so two-dimensional, so one-note. He's, like, also not a good like, secondary, like, villain. Well, like Like, I said, he's, like, like, literally a scary movie character. He's just an archetype with, like, but it's not a joke. They actually mean it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, poor, like, Madison, yeah, definitely needs mental health care, is blonde, and seems in full possession of her sexuality, so she's a villain. I don't like... And it's so infuriating, the way... It's, like, the Glenn Close of it all, where, like... You paint this woman as, like, cool and down, and she's going to let you cheat with her, but, like, not tell your significant other about it, because she's a cool person, and she's she's down. But then she's like, oh, no, wait, actually, I do have feelings for you, but that's not valid, because I already said that. I'm not going to tell anybody. So when right. I do say that, oh, wait, I do actually have feelings for you, then I'm a fucking crazy person. You know, it's like, <sighs> again, one note. <sighs> Very men's well. idea yeah. of what like women w- like how our women like would inner stop dialogue them. and how we feel about men which is like i mean i think most of us nobody cares that aren't, bro. <laughs> that aren't like our husbands significant others or dads and sometimes people still hate their dads <laughs> i and it's like i don't know They're, i just female villains done in such an like unbelievable way like no woman would ever act like this even a woman who's in a mental health crisis even someone who who is having a breakdown like this isn't the steps that they would take and it really doesn't even logically make sense like i thought you know when you first see the jake donnelly papers you're like oh she did this before but it's like oh no she just like is really sad and grieving and suffered like an extremely tragic loss and nobody helped her and now she's evil like that's kind of a weak villain origin story and a pretty sad one that isn't really fun but like like... female rage is so (laughs) like it's so not like this it's so much more complex yeah exactly and like male stalkers are a much more 
horrifying idea. Like, well, okay, Madison. Really kill you. Co- like, maybe minorly coerced you into having sex with her and then wanted to tell your girlfriend about it and wanted to have a relationship with you. How horrifying. Men, yeah. like, are stalking women in public and ejaculating on them and and murdering them in the streets. That's way scarier. If you took a survey of, like, ten women, how many of them would you say has seen a stranger's dick in public when she didn't want to? I Like, a scary number. Ten out of number. ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and like it's women, like very women stalking men is like zero point zero percent. You know, it 0. only happened 0. in this movie in Fatal Attraction. Percent. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It doesn't happen. I don't know. And why? Like, I still don't really understand what Madison is motivated by. She's motivated by like a really deep, abiding sadness and grief that has turned into something a little bit more sinister. But if that was really yeah. true, I think she would be more creative. And, like, like why Ben? What is her he's end such goal? a douchebag. Yeah, he's, like, such a blah nothing. But then it's like, oh, he's, you know, like, the best person on the swim team. If she had, like, you know, moved on to the best person on the basketball team instead, like, Wouldn't you know, go from one to the other and be more. Baseball team to baseball team? And not baseball to swimming. There's. Uh, there is a bat on There's this swim team, apparently. There's a bat. This, they have their special bat. It's just, like, such a mischaracterization of how people think, and, like, particularly people that have been raised and socialized as women, how we think and how we think about men, because, like, we're on the defense. We're constantly on the defensive for oh, yeah. men around us in our lives. Like, <laughs> never like this. Yeah. I don't it's, like someone uh, like Josh has like the kind of darkness inside of him to fully murder you, and Ben would do it too. It's just like Ben would do it too. Yeah, it's just but it would be like, like spouse aside. It'd be like he would murder. He would his love wife, bomb like, you first. In, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, this movie's terrible. I don't know. It's awful. Don't watch it. I also had to pay to watch it. It was a terrible choice. Uh, yeah. I we like, really thought it was yeah. going to be, like, a fun, like, early 2000s banger, but it's depressing as shit. Nobody comes out a winner. Unfortunately. I mean, it's, like, it's honestly, like, the death, too. It's, like, damn, she just really goes down burbling. She's and really you could have gotten them drowns. both out of the pool, but you just kind of let her drown. She wasn't really I guess even she fighting. she did, like, try to kill Amy, but, like... I don't know. Do you just let someone <sighs> drown slowly? It just seems fucked up. This film is widely considered an unofficial remake of Fatal Attraction. I saw that. I don't. Um, do you want to like, hear? Not a whole lot of correlation. No, it's not. Do you want to hear another little piece of trivia? Tell me. This is my favorite piece of trivia that I read. Besides the cello lessons. <clears throat> Erica's Christensen's character also engages in coitus in a swimming pool in the Banger Sisters, released the same <gasps> year. Wow. <laughs> Maybe we should watch There's the like, Banger Sisters. I think I really liked that movie. I love Susan Sarandon. That's and with Hawn. Susan Sarandon. Yeah. That's what I was like. I don't think I've ever, I think I've seen snippets of it on TV, but I've never like really seen the whole thing. It's like sometimes actors like get, do the same things in all of their movies like randomly like 
Yeah. I saw, like, a BuzzFeed article about it or something. It was like, why is Brad Pitt always leading in all of his movies? Or, like, you know, things like that. Where it's like, why is Erica Christensen always fucking somebody in a pool? That's not a great thing to be known for. Yeah. Um, anything else you gotta say? Mm, don't watch it. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. No. Um, I'd say fuck John Polson, and he probably likes yeah. cops, so double fuck him. He totally, like, he totally likes cops. He's a cop. He, boy. he does a lot of. I mean, there are a lot of proceed like police, poli- police procedurals on TV. To be fair, but it seems like he's like way too into it. Um, and like, fuck, I don't know the idea of female stalkers being like the scariest thing. Is yeah, that... just like generally fuck patriarchy. What fuck the patriarchy? I I saw this TikTok about um, it was a lawyer. He his defend the person he was defending uh worked at a hotel and she would um like check couples in and she would look up the man's information and if he was checking in with someone who wasn't his wife she would blackmail him and then check up like where he worked online blackmail him sometimes for tens of thousands of dollars good for her good for her dude and then she was only caught because she um the last target target that she had um was like a a computer it guy and he was able to track the Uh, ip address that she was sending the blackmail threats from and but before she was sent to prison her like one of the last acts she did like as a free woman was to send his wife the pictures and the images that she took of of the guy with his mistress and or like person he was cheating on her with so fucking good for her dude just reminds me I mean, of that. But see, that is a that is a female villain I want to see in a movie. Like that's a great that's fucking like, story. It's a great story, and I wish I was smart enough to have thought of it. <laughs> right? Like what a fucking genius. That's so smart. Exploiting yeah. men for their shitty behavior. Love it. Yeah. But I guess gotta also check their LinkedIn profiles in private mode to see if they're a computer analyst. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, just like, could they track my IP address? To, would they know how, you know? But it's okay. She, she, I think she she's only always got three the IP years, addresses. So. Oh, that's great. Good for her. I hope she I gets out she and gets does a, it again. I bet you she gets a book deal in five seconds when she gets out. <gasps> yeah, book deal, movie deal. I'd watch it. I'd read I'd watch it. That I'd watch it. Uh, but yeah, that's. I just thought of that, like when I was thinking about female stalkers. But it's um, just so much. That's like, I'm like, yeah, I like it. I relate to it. This, I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not real. No. I don't like it. Uh, and I would say fuck Jesse Bradford in a nice way, but no, he's ruined. He's definitely he, he, hot. He can't have nice things. Yeah. No, no, men are just foul garbage cans. So fuck you all. <sighs> but anyway. Whatever. Uh, that's, that's all I got. Stay. Yeah, same here. You can't shit upwards. Stay ugly. And, and get fucked. Get fucked! Go fucked! Bye! Goodbye! Okay,